Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey there. So does this sound like you? I am such a perfectionist that I never get anything finished because it's just never good enough. And you're always wanting to go back and tweak and tweak and tweak again because you are so stuck on everything wanting to be perfect. So if this sounds like you, I want you to really tune in on today's episode because I'm going to be sharing a strategy with you to help you work through that so you can actually finish some things, wrap them up, and move on to the next one. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. Megan Summerall here. And today this episode is really going out to all my perfectionists out there. You know who you are. I am a recovering perfectionist myself. I recently had the opportunity to engage with a new community of women. They were incredible. And I got feedback from so many of them when I was asking them, what is your number one struggle when it comes to feeling like you're really on top of your time, you're getting those things done and you're feeling organized? And so many of them said, my biggest struggle is I never feel like anything's done because I'm such a perfectionist. It just, the project just keeps going on and on and on, and I never get it out the door. And this is something that is near and dear to my heart because it is something I struggled with for a very long time, and I am still a work in progress. And, you know, some of you have probably heard the phrase before, I've used it many times, which is done is better than perfect. Now, for my perfectionists out there, you're probably already thinking, I don't know if I believe that very much. I would I really want to see something perfect and it's not done until it is perfect. 
So I want to talk you through a really simple strategy if this is something that you find you are struggling with. And believe it or not, this is actually pulling back from my days as a software nerd, where I went in and worked with a lot of software teams on helping them to find better systems and processes for actually delivering their software. And one of the key things that we did at the beginning was always creating, now notice I said at the beginning, was writing out a very clear statement of what our definition of done was going to look like for that new feature or that new piece of software. And this is something I have translated into my own personal life. So here is what I am talking about. Let's say, and I'll give you a couple different examples here. So let's say for, you know, somebody that is in the entrepreneurial space and maybe they're looking to create a new program or service and you've got this great idea and you've started building out your course and you've been working on it for months and it hasn't launched yet because every day you think of something you could do better or that video that you'd like to re-record because now you've thought of a different way of saying it, or that worksheet needs to be tweaked just a little bit more. And so every single day you are constantly going in there and tweaking and changing and tweaking and changing. This could go on for months and you could never launch the course. Or it can go on for months and you finally get the course out there only to discover that the stuff that you just spent the last five or six months tweaking and retweaking wasn't really the parts of the course that your community was really excited about. And this is what happens to us so often because we're so focused on tweaking and fixing and trying to, to define, you know, get it to that state of perfection that we never have the opportunity to share it out there with others. Now, the same can go true with you know, folks that are maybe more in the craft or DIY space and you've got these big projects at home that you want to be doing and you're tackling maybe a complete overhaul in a bedroom in your house and you're working on this new mural or you know, creating curtains. It can carry on forever and ever because you, you create them, then you look at it and go, oh, it's not perfect. So then you recreate it. And then you take it apart and then you start over. And then now you don't like that, that part of it anymore. And you just get sucked in this constant rework place because it doesn't ever feel perfect. So what I want to encourage you to do, if this is something you get stuck with, is before you embark on anything new, whether it's a project, whether it's something related to work, whether it's a goal you have for yourself, define what done means. And I want you to actually write it down. So back to that course example, the definition of done for that might look like something that says, I am going to have an online course available that teaches these three principles with associated videos and a workbook. And I want to have it out there in a way that people can come in and access it whenever it's convenient for them. That's a great definition of done. So then once you've created that and you find yourself tweaking that workbook for the 15th time, that's when you go back and review that definition of done and say, you know what? I did all the things that I said was going to be my definition of done. 
it is now time for me to walk away, call it done, and release it. Same goes with your home projects. Maybe your definition of done, which was something I recently did in our daughter's room, was we needed to paint the walls, we needed to get new curtains up, and then we needed to change out kind of the color scheme for her organizational areas in her closet. And the rest could be gravy for later. So we got the walls painted, we got the curtains up, we got all the new stuff replaced in there. That was done. Now, that doesn't mean that two months later, we don't come in and tweak something, but at least we could say that project was done and now it's time to move on to the next one. And that's the final point I want to make on this. When you are defining done, what you're doing is you're setting an end date for yourself so that you can release that project and start moving forward on something new. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't decide a couple months later that you will want to come back and revisit it to change a few things based on feedback that you're getting. So for example, with that course, maybe you go ahead and launch it and the first 50 people go through it and a bunch of them say, oh my goodness, this was all so great. I would also love, and they give you another idea. Well, there's nothing preventing you from a couple months later starting a new project, which is I'm now going to go add in this additional content. So just because you've defined done does not mean that's done forever. It means that it is releasing you from continuing to nitpick and nitpick and nitpick, searching for perfection that you are never going to find. So if you are struggling with completing tasks because you are battling that sense of perfectionism, I want you to do this. I want you to write down on a piece of paper, done is better than perfect and tape that up wherever you typically are sitting to do your work and then go one step further and create your definition of done before you launch into the project. And it needs to be somewhere physically where you can come back and read it to remind yourself of what done looks like for you. So that way you can actually complete one task or one project and have that satisfaction of being done. And that will start to build that momentum for you to do more and more. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall or just open any browser and go to megansummerl.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworkliveharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.